What's up, Ecosystem? Welcome back to ATI Auto Business. Thursday, noon, dispatching live. You know the drill. Uh, we're going to talk about load boards, mobile apps, carriers, drivers, dispatchers, rates, running lanes, tech. Um, what are your top five load boards? How do you start your day? Do you have a dispatcher? Do you dispatch your own loads? Here's one for you. How many folks are searching for loads versus relying on load notifications? Or do you have a mix? I'm actually wondering that too. Please jump in the live chat, say hello, share your auto transport opinions, likes, shares, comments, all that cool stuff. We're going to check in with Sue here in a second. We've got dispatching live news, of course, an hour plus show, and we have a special guest. We have Royce Neubauer. He is the CEO of Auto Hauler Exchange. He's with us here today. And he's going to help explain the difference between load board and marketplace. What is the difference? Is there a difference? Does anybody ask the question? Well, it's an important difference, and Royce is going to share that. And by the way, Ty is going to join us as a special, special guest to join that conversation. And let's do this. Let's go ahead and jump in. Please do. Again, say hello in the live chat. Here comes the drum roll. Oh, and Sue, you can share your screen whenever you're ready. Share whatever screen you want. All right. I will All do right. <laughs> How are you doing? What's happening? Well, other than another tornado hitting us last night, um, doing fine. <laughs> what? Yep. Right, okay. You, told, you were telling me earlier, but okay. So, but this was like a microburst or something? I. You're I don't okay. know about that. Yeah, I'm okay. okay. It actually hit Foresight, the, the, the city right before us, about 30 miles away. A super it, micro -burst. It came through uh, through here, uh, and I live right on the top of a mountain, so I usually get it more than everybody else. But for some reason, I just got a really good thunderstorm. It skipped over us, went about five miles into town, and hit them bad. And oh. we've got trailers. There's RVs. There's an RV park because we live right on the lake, and like half of them got tossed over on their side. Um, we have trees down everywhere. My sister has a huge tree in her yard that, I mean, roots and all, just out. And I mean, it's just crazy. The roads were were covered up. Nobody could get down the highways and stuff like that because there was trees everywhere. So yeah, it was kind of crazy, and we didn't have power all night long again. But luckily, this morning at 7 a.m., we and had power. And you're here. <laughs> I am here. <laughs> Golly, that's. Wow. I mean, that blows my mind, you know? Seriously. Yeah. Thank you. No The show must mean something. Yeah. The <laughs> show must go on. We must have a little bit of pull, and I just didn't get the memo. Um, all right, so, by the way, all right, so you pulled up a screen here. And I what I said, I said, you know, screen away. You know, pull yes. up. Is this is this what you would pull up first? Yes, this is what I would pull up first, and then we then I'm going to go over what we have on the board. We have right. thirty six thousand six hundred and thirty eight. Okay. That's actually more than what we've had. I don't know if it makes any difference because we're still struggling um, to find yeah. load. Um, How much do you think we're up from a week ago? Well, last week it was at like thirty four. Um, the last time we were on the show was at twenty nine. So. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's kind of where we're where we're at right now. So it's gone up five six thousand technically from when we were on the show the last time but it honestly has not made any difference whatsoever and has it what do you mean it hasn't made a difference whatsoever because the loads are either crap or non-existent how many of them are how many of these loads are refrigerators 
Yeah, good point. Probably. Now, I want to <laughs> clear the air. Okay, right now, somebody's like, whoa, Jay. Man, you just started the show. You're already bagging on dudes. Well, listen, free, free, uh, fair market, whatever, is that you can post whatever you want, number one. Uh, yeah. But number two, we do know that uh, even though it's, it, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to tread lightly. But I didn't even read my woke waiver. Shoot. Hold you on, better, Sue. You better do that. Yeah, I better do that. I gotta, oh, boy. Before I get in deep trouble. Uh, here comes the woke waiver. All right, here we go. Stand by. Please be aware that in compliance with DEI, the views and analysis provided on Dispatching Live relate to the auto transport industry as a whole and may not relate directly to ATI, Auto Business, Auto Transport, Intel, any affiliates, advertisers, or audience members. All viewers and participants of this content expressly waive any rights during this live program, whether in voice, chat, comment, video, or audio, and have been advised and encouraged not to say or express any opinion that may relate directly to ATI, Auto Business, Auto Transport, Intel, any affiliates, advertisers, audience members, or any other company or individual, and you should not feel like you have the right to do so. We live in a disclaimer world. You're darn right. What am I, James O'Keefe? Okay. <laughs> so, and you can take the screen back, please. Okay. Thank you for putting up with that. I know it's I know it's laborious, but you're probably gonna. How many? Imagine as as your as your kids grow up and in, in this next generational whatever we're headed into, how many waivers they'll hear a day? How many waivers they'll sign a day? How many expressed waivers they'll just walk into a day? It's gonna be a lot. So, you know just set in the mood so uh getting back to while central dispatch i believe is marketed as a vehicle shipping market marketplace or vehicle shipping load board or it, it am i right about that is central dispatch advertised as an auto transport vehicle shipping okay the auto industry's vehicle transport marketplace there it is okay i knew i wasn't crazy well, you're not, <laughs> I not today. Been, I might have been the only one that knew that. Um, but uh, here, I'm going to take the screen again and share my screen. Because it says right here, the Americas, the Americas, oh boy. The DEI is getting to my brain. America's largest auto transportation marketplace. So that is actually still true. It is. But there's other stuff on there too. And that's okay because freight oftentimes pays more or I don't know. But what I'm getting at, geez, Jay, would you get there? Uh, and you can take the screen again. Sorry for the exercise. Okay. Uh, is that um, how many loads, this is, God, this is what I was trying to get at. How many of, how many loads on this 36,000 are not vehicles? Is there a way to find that out? How many loads are not loads? Is that what you said? How many of these 36,000 loads yeah. are not vehicles? I think I can put in other and it should tell me. Yeah, let's give that a shot. Because I really do want to know that. And I don't know if we've ever done that ever. We haven't. And I don't know if yeah. everybody even knows that you can do this. but Because yeah. I'll go in there and I'll take off all the weird crap. Right. And just put in car, pickup, SUV, van. Yeah. Right? Because they have yachts on here. They have motorcycles. So let's just do other. And it should, I would think, show us. 
Yep. Here we go. Well, some. And I, I'm imagining it's over a hundred loads. I'm imagining way more than that, but. But see, I'm 3, seeing cars. Five hundred. Yeah, but I'm seeing cars. Yeah, but cars. So look at this. Yeah, oh. that doesn't make any sense. So they've listed them as an other, which makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. What's that? Okay. Well, that's. Let's see. Awesome. Yeah, it is a Ford doesn't, Explorer. All right. Doesn't show. Why would um, that be listed as an other? I don't oh, know. Oh, look at it. Look at it. Look at it. Look at Look at Hey, what? who wants to play Can You Find That Pattern? Let's see. Hold on. What do all these other loads have in common? I just want to make sure it really changed it to other. Yeah, it did. Um, okay, not all of them, but most of them. What do most of ready? these... Of Ready Logistics. <laughs> Why would that be? Because somebody's not paying attention on the list. I'm going to my guess. Um, what else? Like, this is... It's hard. Sue, it is hard to pay attention when you're counting all that money. Come on. Oh, my God. They're almost... Look at them. They're almost <laughs> all Ready Logistics loads. That's crazy. That's insane. Remember, I read a woke waiver. And this is, this is just editorial opinion. And uh, pretty close to darn true, too. Well, apparently, too, that means that the people who list their jukeboxes and hay bales don't list them as other. <laughs> uh, what do they list them as, vehicles? I, don't, I guess. Because, <laughs> I mean, they're 2022 not 2022 Chevy Silverado hay bale. Yeah. <laughs> look, I mean, I... Mic check, one, two, we're okay. crazy stuff. Uh, I saw, what was it, yesterday, they wanted someone to pick up... A whole bunch of crates or something and I was oh yeah like, no actually somebody was like so what you know we're doing that what what have you seen on central other than vehicles and i was like ice machines laptops hay bales yeah. doors you know i mean it's it's refrigerator uh, pallet pinball machine pinball machine that's one of my favorites yeah I mean, um it's always crazy stuff, or you'll see like see you know like crane boom without the boom you know bread truck i don't know and again it's you know it's your load board you can do whatever you want it's just yeah. that i i remind that's why i pointed out the branding is america's auto transport what is it dang it i know i gotta get it right because someone's gonna say you quoted out of context uh, I'm taking the screen again, dang it. Uh, yeah. America's largest auto transportation marketplace. And just to be fair, I'm going to, you know, hey, let's give it a little promotion. Let's do the, uh, let's do the motto and the link right there in the live chat. As if you didn't already know. And that's the thing. That's, this is the real joke. Okay. Find... Find me somebody who didn't already know this. Right? Yes. I mean, it this was your crazy. first screen of the morning, right? You yeah, were, yeah. What, you uh, get, that's, you, instantly, that's what we do. Exactly. Yeah. You walk into the office, you turn the lights on. I mean, you know, and I'm speculating. Honestly, usually S Central is already on my It's already <laughs> Because we don't shut off our computers. There you go. So we walk in, and they're usually all already on there, 10, 15, 20 of them. just depends Ooh. on how many people we're looking for. Hey, Chris Chamberlain's got an awesome question. Is there any power-only freight? If you'll do me a, just a little favor power and bring only? it up again. Yeah, I know me... I, keep, I keep taking it over, like oh, snatching the food away from her <laughs> in the cafeteria line. Ooh, that jello looks good. Um, 
So almost everything. So a power only, right? And by the way, what is power only freight? The answer is, you don't need a trailer. You just show right. up with your truck. And so, then we're usually talking semi because this is going to be a. Well, this is weird. Okay, so I've listed power only stuff before. In fact, okay. we need to go look at that because there's no way to put in just for cargo power only. But let me look if we go to list a car. Hold on. And let me say too, listen, if you got here, if you're from freight or you're a shipper, uh, most of our audience is carriers, dispatchers, and brokers. But if you're from freight or a shipper, welcome to the show. Thanks for tuning in. If you're an executive in an upper corner office and you have never seen, like, you know, a guy loaded a car, thank you for tuning in. We do appreciate it. If you work in insurance or some other executive job and you want to learn more about the pain of auto transport. Thank you so much for tuning in. We really do appreciate that. That's what we're here for. You can ask questions. You don't have to. You can leave a like. You don't have to. Because this is auto transport. You can do whatever you want. Okay. Okay, so um, unless Chris knows something different, I don't know how to get to power only. For I it. was actually I thinking it, that. You can't list it. Uh, I mean, if I listed track. Travel trailer, yes, that would be. Travel well, trailer. I've seen idiots put them on there wanting them to put us on a trailer, but that's. Can you, but you can't search power only. I thought there was a. No, I can't. I thought there I was, was one. There. Let's see. Here's cargo. These are what you're supposed to select. Let me see if there's something else. Trailer type. Trailer type. Drive away. Drive away. Drive yeah, away. drive there away. We there we go. Let's do that. There we go. Here's where it's at. Yeah. So there's only 45, and that's all to all. Forty-five, so fifth yeah. Wheel, fifth wheel, another fifth wheel. And once again, I mean, that's a you know, I think that's a, a decent way to make money with your truck, and you don't have to mess with all the other stuff. I mean, you're halfway into bumping docks when you do that. I don't, I don't know if the money's good. I ain't gonna go there, but I mean, yellow. Let's talk about it. So, yellow trucking went out of business, right? Do you know about this? No. Sue? No? No, I haven't heard of it, huh? Okay. Let's let's do this. Um, yellow I was reading some news about it uh, again today. Yellow carrier BK, yellow trucking, yellow to file bankruptcy. Now yellow was apparently like the third largest LTL freight truck company, hundred years in the business. And um, what, you know, what is the effect on, you know, what effect is this going to have? Okay, 22,000, it's like 20,000 drivers just lost their jobs. We're talking Teamsters. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So how will this affect auto transport? I think that's what many people are asking. For the most part, I think it's speculation. I haven't heard anybody specifically weigh in. Me and Brian were talking about it yesterday. Once again, you can take the line. You can take the screen. Okay. Um, but uh, it is really interesting, and oh, I don't think it's gonna. I don't. I actually, I don't think it's great for auto transport. Seems like everything's pretty much bad news for auto transport. I even, I, I don't know. I heard a dealer talking, and he was wondering why the rates don't go down. I'm like, oh my god, I should. Really? I, I can't yeah, tell the audience cool. that. Gas price didn't go down. So. Right? Gas is up. 
Everything's Life up. is up. So Everything is up. <laughs> why? Why would your? Yeah, exactly. Why would your car shipping rates go down? Mm -hmm. And the guy was thinking because it's well, with more technology, there should be economies of scale. And I was like, <laughs> oh my god, no. yeah, like that's real. I thought, wow, that's wild, man. Holy mackerel, we're way off. <laughs> um, all right, so we take a look at the thing. Let's do some uh, dispatching live news. And, and thanks for putting up with my. Uh, Taking it, giving it back, taking it, giving it back. It's you know. Oh, that's fine. Hey, right. uh, which reminds me, I remembered what we need to talk about, and it oh. involved Brian, yeah. the DOT guy. Yeah. Remember me yeah. asking you, like, oh, yeah. was it two, three weeks ago that one of my drivers got shut down, and the cop put a, told him he couldn't move for 72 hours? And, I mean, he was nasty, rude, and and I've never heard of it. So I, we finally got a hold of Brian, he's like, no, that. There is no rule that says they can shut you down for 72 hours. It's either 10 hours or 24. That's it. So Janice called the police station of the guy that did this to our driver. Wow. And guess what? The guy came on. He goes, obviously, this is a mistake. We're going to drop everything. Please let him go. And Holy. I'm giving him a ticket whatsoever. Whoa, 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 whoa. That never happens. Now, he said mistakes were made, and we are apologizing to let your driver know that he can leave now um it was a new cop didn't know what he was doing and he was being a big old a-hole mm. <laughs> huh. so. he'll make sergeant next week okay yeah probably <laughs> <laughs> sorry i'm sorry i apologize and another thing we need to talk about is of if course i knew how fast i was going oh god <laughs> <laughs> if, if any does anybody does progressive and gets their certs online from progressive I don't know if everybody knows it's been going downhill for the last couple months. Now it's completely, you cannot do it. They are completely shut off. You're going to have to get it from your agent or you got to call Progressive yourself. And if anybody You're knows, you talking about certs? Yes. No. Why? Yes. What? Nobody knows. Progressive doesn't even know. What? Yes. And, um, oh my God. Obviously, Progressive doesn't let you call in to get a certificate of insurance unless you're the owner of the company. Oh, no. So if you have to do this and you can only do. Oh go through progressive themselves because some of the drivers only bought their okay wait a minute wait right? a minute i know why why they there there's been okay i gotta tread delicately but you know how digitally there are people that have figured out how to do things digitally yeah, and fake. work around yeah so yeah. if that were to happen en mass think of all the fake certs stuff yeah well okay. i've been given fake certs before okay well th it. this is yeah. but see this is and, th and this is why everybody uh ahead of the curve knows that what we really want to do is have every vehicle in the world hooked up to the internet all the time <laughs> autonomous and ready to go and let ai be in charge of everything because what could go wrong right absolutely <laughs> <laughs> a perfect world don't you know i mean you know i mean it's gonna be great yeah oh shoot yeah so anyways needless to say wow. if your your guy goes straight through progressive and doesn't have an agent you have to have either the owner call to get the cert or they need to call and put your name on there and your birth date and then you can get a cert by calling oh my in. god it's a real pain in the butt trust me oh my god that's horrible that's yeah. horrible because for like one you I know said, the driver don't have time to do it like so. i said there is no good news in auto transport we need a new meme <laughs> oh 
wow. Uh, but we, but we're still here. We'll be here till the end, actually. New yeah. cars, used cars, dealers, auction, shippers, carriers, brokers. Here's one for you, Sue. You want to hear something? Sure. I guess somebody that makes a show or whatever liked my bell so much that they're thinking of adding a bell. You believe that? Okay. Wow. I'm like, really? Aren't there other, like, noisemakers you can get? You gotta get a bell? Wow. Cool, man. Uh, so anyways, Auto Transport Community Media since 2017. ATI Auto Business is your neutral zone, your actual neutral zone. And if you feel a little bit queasy at this point, it's okay. It's the dispatching live effect. It's what truth feels like. Um, okay, maybe stupid question. Are Super Dispatch and Auto Hall Exchange doing the same thing? Are they competitors? Do they eliminate the dispatcher? Is Jay even allowed to read this live? This is a real question. Actually, I've had several people ask me about differences of software. And it's a, it's a question I don't know if, if you can publicly ask. I think you still can. So, uh, without seeming like a turd okay is there a difference <laughs> I, I i really do want to i want i want to i want to take another stab at this is there a difference between super dispatch auto hall exchange and other tech software let's say central dispatch how would you right. start how would you describe central dispatch and i mean just factually what is super dispatch? Uh, what is central dispatch? Central dispatch, See, central super, dispatch is, is the main load board, has been for twenty years. Okay, load board, right? Load board. Yes. All right. Yes. Now, how do you book loads off that load board? So you have brokers, import exporters, and you have transporters, um, and dealers that list cars. So you either call, text. Or sometimes there's a link to go get the load. Gotcha. Perfect. But you can't book the load or send it to any TMS or mobile app through the platform. Am I right? Correct. Yeah, you're not like would clicking you, a link, right? And would you can and would you say the bucket system of uh, dispatched, picked up, delivered, would you call that a TMS? Oh, well, yeah, I guess, because you are posting on there whether you picked up or delivered, and it goes directly to that dealer, importer, exporter, et cetera, okay. and they know. Yeah. Interesting point. All right. And do they have a mobile app where you can pick up and deliver loads? No. On your phone. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. See? It wasn't so hard, Jay. <laughs> okay. That's Central Dispatch. Now, if we list, first, let's just look at the array of other options like a run buggy or an assertus or an auto sled or a one dispatch or cars arrive or super dispatch or car shipio or and those are just the ones we kind of know about in general there's a lot of in-house apps like you got holly and there's magnus and uh uh help me out clear path and uh there's a bunch right there's a lot of apps there's a lot yes, well there's many. a lot of tech let's say tech <laughs> So now at this point, if we were to run down, which ones are load boards, which ones have a TMS, which ones have a mobile app, and actually of the first seven I listed, most of them are a load board, TMS, mobile app. So what's the difference? 
And this really gets, this is the core of the question. What's the difference? And do they eliminate a dispatcher? Okay, so do you want wow. me to answer that? Now? Right, yeah, take it away. <laughs> yeah, it's better than me talking. I'm going to take me okay. off the screen. So Super Dispatch and Auto Hauler Exchange have their own load boards, but they also list them on Central Dispatch. So now Super Dispatch has loads literally on there that you book, push the button and book, right? Where it has all the dealers, importer, exporters on it as well. Auto Hauler Exchange, the way I'm understanding it, that's their actual load board that they have their own loads on. I hope I'm right because I don't know for sure, but I just did take a load from them today, and it was the first time I've ever dealt with them. And their load board was easy peasy. Loved it. Signing up was easy peasy. It, they use that cargo thing where you click the button and they verify, you know, your insurance and all that stuff. Most people know what that is. Anyways, so, and... I actually, because I didn't know you had to do that, I texted the guy for the load first, and he sent me the link, and I went and signed up. And he was fabulous, by the way. And I guess we're having the CEO from Auto Hauler Exchange on today, so I will tell him how great Don was, and that was who I was talking to. Don, um, cool. And so that's your differences. The, I mean, Super Dispatch does have a load board, but everything is also put on Central. You can and click a link and ask for a load. Some of them are Instabook, so you can get it immediately. And then some are not you have to wait for them to respond um but auto hauler exchange as soon as i clicked on the load then they send you a link to accept the load and it's done and you're on there so i think that's right you have to tell me about and, auto hauler exchange and, and, first well and this is just the beginning it would seem as if something we should try to do not only to look at volume of loads and what it takes to book loads but of these companies, which ones have load boards, mobile app, TMS. Mm -hmm. I think we have a lot of comparison work to do ahead of us. Right. And but I yeah, don't think is. anybody else is really gonna, any 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 company is going to probably list their company first with all the yeses and then everybody else. And it's our job, we need to try to, in some objective way. Right. Because what it comes down to, it's not, it's not a pissing contest, it's about where should go, drivers go first to get work done? Because carriers, they send me emails. Jay, what load boards do I need to use? I get that one. Yeah. And do I say, well, there's 10 you can use. They don't want uh, 10. I don't want, do you want 10? Sue, do you use 10 load boards? Uh, no. There we go. Let's yeah. keep going. That was interesting, though. But it is—it's really fascinating, and a lot of people have questions and they don't know who to ask. They don't sometimes don't even know what to ask. Uh, this city is continuing to battle to ban parked auto carriers, which is interesting because I'm sure the auto carriers would prefer to load and unload in the middle of the street. <laughs> <laughs> what? For sure. Hey, I'm parking here. Anyways, as I read the news story, really what they did is they confronted the dealership because the dealership obviously told them to park there. And then at the, I guess at that point, they're like, oh, well, we're not going to shoot. It's a dealership. No, they're good. So you just have to get out of here, buddy. Stop parking in the road. Um, hey, I've seen a lot of posts lately of small fleets getting supposed contracts with manufacturers. How do they do it? What's required, contract work, spot buys, liability. 
is a really good question because we talk about you know building relationships and building business but uh yeah there's a lot to it right how i mean let's say you let's say let's say you're as uh hank seaton likes to say one truck charlie let's say you're one truck charlie and you talk to you know an automaker and it's like yeah i love what you do i want you to move 100 cars a week for me uh okay now what how do you how do you manage that relationship what do you what do you need to take care of to manage that relationship right yeah i'm curious about that too. what would you need to personally move <laughs> what can you broker out how much insurance do you need it's actually an, an amazing question now it's a good problem to have but um it's a good post because i don't know where do you where would you go for that answer and and i think the answer is well, I guess call a broker. And this guy said, I think it has a lot to do with manufacturer needs, timing, failure rate, bigger carriers. I personally wouldn't want multiple contracts and get underwater with a bunch of stuff I can't handle. I'd rather be hyper-focused. I think smaller care. I just think the smaller carriers provide better service. That's an interesting response. It, but, I mean, you know, it's like anything else. It, you know, it's like, uh, oh, what's the Lucille Ball episode where she's there's too many chocolates on the conveyor belt and she's eating the chocolates and stuffing them everywhere? That would be being in over your head in a contract. I mean, you know. I love Lucy. All right, Jay. Um, show me the truck. We were talking about uh, dealer car haulers and Fast Eddie sent in some... Uh, you know, like Carvana, they move their Carvana. own cars. I think that's uh Oh, and this is a... Look at... That's an interesting rig, isn't it? This is a three-car trailer. You got the flipper and then the ah. two spots. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. And it's really... It's a great design because, yeah, you're in and out of... And I wonder if this is built by Cottrell, actually. That's a three-car? I think it is. It looks like a two. Well, but this one has a flipper. I think. I think that this flipper flips up and now you got three spots. I think. I don't know. It looks too short to do that. I mean, it have to go up in the air. Well, that's what makes it so cool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Someone um, tell us. Is it a three or I know, two? right? Here's an enclosed, uh, apparently, dealer setup. Yeah. Rapid right? Something. There are your branded flatbed. Right? Ready to go. Doing those, what? Home pickup delivery service bring it back to you all for 20 bucks deals no i'm just kidding um of course it pays more than that this is a single car flatbed oh man and ty was telling me this crazy story ty was telling me can i say it ty ty was telling me about how such a great idea to get business of local dealers he swing by in his truck and pick them up and take them to the auction. Oh. And they knew they were going to buy at least one car, which they then could drive home and not have to pay for transportation on that car, which is fine. Nothing wrong with that. But what an interesting marketing idea. I mean, I've never heard of that. It's such a great idea. And then you have time in the truck with them. I'm telling you, it's brilliant. 
Um, right, and here's one, yeah. Another, uh, another form of self-transportation. That's, what is, I don't even know what, is that like a show car? <laughs> I don't know what that is. It's interesting. So thanks for sending those in, Fast Eddie. I know we're already up at 12.30. I got all kinds of, I didn't even show some videos, and I got some other stuff. We may get to that, but we have to go to center stage. Um, and uh, and thank you jump, for jumping in the live chat. And I really want to, I want to thank you for, uh, thank you for allowing me to kind of say it like it is. You know that in trucks and in offices around the country, this is how people are seeing things and talking and sharing information, and we're just trying to bring it to you live because I know how much other media is just the rosiest picture you ever darn seen. Ah. Here we go. Let's go to uh, this is auto transport, man. Let's do this. After this, we're going to be live with Royce of Auto Hauler Exchange. Ty is going to join us too. We're going to learn about what's the difference between a load board and a marketplace. So stick around. We'll be right back after... Where's your button, Jay? This. Are you completely stressed out from all the calls and the contracts and the verifications of loads where nobody ever answers the phone? Call Murphy Auto Dispatch Services today. Murphy Auto Dispatch Services has over 15 years in the transport industry. We are your office while you are on the road. We book, we verify, and we bill out your loads for you. We have an excellent accounting staff and an even better dispatch team. Give us a call today at 417-273-0021. Or if you want to email me, it's murphyautotransport31 at yahoo.com. Give us a call today. Auto Hauler Exchange is a new B2B marketplace, the first of its kind in the vehicle logistics industry. Auto Hauler Exchange automates the complex workflows of the vehicle logistics ecosystem by connecting large and small vehicle haulers directly with vehicle shippers. By eliminating the middleman, typically required in vehicle logistics, AHX streamlines the shipping process, cuts shipping delays, and reduces empty space on carriers and unnecessary miles while increasing revenue. Working directly with the shipper, carriers can pick and choose which opportunities fit their routing on a day-by-day -day basis to maximize their capacity and eliminate empty miles, while allowing them to plan their backhauls in advance. The exchange gives control back to carriers. By using technology, AHX creates a frictionless, efficient environment for vehicle transportation. Get off the vehicle hauler roller coaster today with Auto Hauler Exchange. Auto Hauler Exchange B2B Marketplace connects shippers directly with carriers, and that means putting the power of the business transaction back in the carrier's hands. Visit AutoHaulerExchange.com. Sue did that earlier today, and she's very satisfied, and we're really lucky. Here we go. Drum roll, please. Please do help me wish a very warm welcome to Royce Neubauer, CEO of Auto Hauler Exchange. Royce, can you see us and hear us okay? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Um, please do this. This is your first time on Dispatching Live, so please say hello. Tell us a little bit more about you, and we'll move into load board versus marketplace at your leisure. 
Take it away, yeah. Royce. Yeah. I'm Royce Neubauer, founder and CEO of the Auto Hauler Exchange. Um, I've been in supply chain and logistics for about 24 years now, um, primarily on the on the brokerage side. Um, and that's what led me to try to find more efficiencies, transparency, and a frictionless way to connect carriers and and shippers together by removing that middleman. And, and that's really the purpose of the auto hauler exchange is to create a conduit where carriers can work directly with shippers around the country. And that's, that's auto hauler exchange. See, and it seems like you are saying something different. You're trying to remove folks out of the transaction, which is something I think I've heard a lot of folks say they'd like to see more of. Yeah, we, I mean, we started interviewing carriers and, and shippers about two and a half years ago, just trying to figure out what is the problem with vehicle logistics? And why is it so fragmented? Why are trucks driving down the road with empty spots on their trailer? Why is this happening daily? We're in Metro Detroit here, so we see probably more auto haulers than, than anybody in the country. And I always, it blew my mind on how many of them are driving empty. So we tried to create a, an ecosystem to allow those, those carriers to connect directly with that shipper of choice and to give the power back to the driver to pick and choose what fits their network on a day-to-day -day basis without somebody trying to manipulate that transaction. So perfect timing then to move into, in, is, I'm gonna assume this is why you have a marketplace versus a load board. You wanna explain what yeah. that means? Yeah, I mean, I think, there are some similarities to what a load board is and what a marketplace is, right? Um, both load boards and marketplaces are platforms used in logistics and transportation, but there there's some there's some big differences if you if you really start to you know peel the the layers of the onion, so to speak. So when I look at a load board, the primary focus of a load board is basic freight matching. I have a shipment here; it is. If you want to pick it up, pick it up. And we're going to negotiate that price in between. One of the I issues with that is there's a lot of shipments on load boards that aren't real because people are posting for RFP purposes. They're posting ghost loads just to get a rate. Um, you might have 10 people posting the same load if 10 brokers were handed that shipment. So is it real or not? At the end of the day, it's sourcing of shipments. Where if you look at a marketplace, a marketplace should function very differently. And it should offer a multitude of services. Um, for instance, you know, the services that the Auto Hauler Exchange offers is we offer services on the carrier side and we offer services on the shipper side. So for instance, we have a carrier procurement process, right? Sue had to go through that today. I believe I heard her talking about that where you have to get set up. We do that to protect our shippers that are, that are shipping vehicles on the exchange. We have to make sure that the carrier has the right insurance, they have the right authority, they have the right, you know, you know, DOT ratings, things of that nature. And our system is digitally monitoring that carrier's activity daily to make sure they are legal and they're a legitimate carrier that can transport cars around the country. And for the, for the carrier, we're gonna optimize the payment processing. So there's a lot of shippers on our system that are going to pay in 30 days. We have an OEM that we're speaking with right now that's going to pay in 60 days. Most 
asset-based trucking companies, especially your smaller ones, your mom and pops, they need to get paid daily. They need to get paid weekly. So how do we get them to work with shippers around the country that they normally wouldn't be able to work with directly? And the way we felt that that was optimized is by paying the carrier direct through the system, and then we will build a shipper for them. Um, so the system itself acts as a conduit for both shipper and carrier, but we're not involved in the transaction whatsoever. We're not here to negotiate rates. We're not here to monitor the freight in transit. We provide services that allow the shipper to monitor those freight, the freight in transit. We do have a track and trace system that allows the shipper to communicate directly with the driver, directly with the dispatcher. And if they want to go direct with that carrier, go go right ahead. We want you to. We want you to create that relationship, that longstanding relationship. Where in a load board, it's kind of a one-off transaction. Where we're truly trying to build an ecosystem to allow carriers and shippers to build relationships, long-term partnerships, and if that shipper today only has two two cars available for a three-car hauler, well, then that gives that carrier an opportunity to go find a single in that same market to maximize that, that trailer. Because nobody is monitoring or manipulating how many cars can go on that truck other than the driver. So a marketplace truly needs to add other variables and other service offerings for both consumer, in our case, as the carrier, and the proprietor, in our case, as the shipper of the vehicle, right? So that's what a marketplace should be and is. There are a lot of what I would call load boards out there that are calling themselves marketplaces, but they don't really do much more than offer a load and say, pick it up or don't. You guys are gonna talk to each other. We're, not, we're out of the equation at that point. And that's really the only service they offer. And then there's some brokerage boards, which have great tech, um, but at the end of the day, they're a broker they're still making money off that truck. And that's what brokers do. The auto hauler exchange does not make any revenue off of a carrier. Carriers sign up for free. There's no negotiation or anything coming back to the auto hauler exchange from the carrier per se. It's all coming from the shipper, but it only comes from the shipper. They pay a fee to the exchange if they have a successful transaction, which means they can post vehicles free of charge. And if that vehicle gets picked up by a carrier through the exchange, then the shipper themselves will have to pay a, a usage fee. And the fee is considerably less than that of a broker, right? Because we're not managing the shipment. They're communicating directly with the carrier. We're out of the equation when it comes to that. But if there are any other service models that they would like us to, to help them with, it's all digitized. You know, so pictures of the vehicles and inspections, um, the, the documents, the pickup documents, delivery documents, gate passes, all that's digitized. So the shipper has visibility of it. The carrier and the driver will have full visibility. So there's no middle person or middleman per se that is communicating and passing information secondhand. It's all firsthand between the shipper and the carrier. Fantastic. Um, you get a lot of information. So what I want to do is yeah. Ty really wants to be a part of this. Let's bring in Ty, camera one. Thanks for joining. We're talking to Royce, CEO, Auto Hauler Exchange. And Ty, I just brought you right in. No notice, no nothing. <laughs> this is how we play. This hey, is, uh, oh, here's the live chat. Hey, Ty, can you see us and hear us okay? Yeah. Yeah, I can. I was just listening to her. Hey, Sue, we love you. Awesome. Love you, too. <laughs> we said it live right there. Wow. It really happens. <laughs> oh, now so we're nice. married. Yeah. <laughs> 
I don't know. Uh, I know I've been kind of listening to you guys, and I definitely don't want to take the thunder away, but uh, there was something that I think Jay, Jay will definitely appreciate this, Jay. Remember when we go to conferences and the conference is over? Yeah. What happens? Watch this. Wow. Remember what that was last night? You know, it's eerie. It's like hearing the wind <laughs> blowing through an old western town. You're like, what happened? Wow. So for anybody watching that doesn't know, we were here last night live for the Guitars and Cars. Guitars and, and it was Cars packed was right there. Out. Everything. Oh, it looked like Coachella. There was Coachella. no car. There was <laughs> no nothing in here. There was a wow. massive stage, like serious concert stage right here. Food trucks all along the fence. Porta potties, bar over there. It was packed out. So anyway, that's pretty you might wild. Find that interesting. That yeah, is interesting. Cool. Thanks for that update. And if you if you haven't seen it, check out our guitars and cars live coverage. I'll put the link in the live chat. All right. So we're talking about load board versus marketplace, and I'll share. I I put together the analogy, whether useful or not. That's what I do. Um, of <clears throat> swap meet versus specialty store. You can go to a swap meet, and it's, you know, who knows? Or you can go to a specialty store that has different services and value add to the transaction. Fair? Very fair. All right, cool. So why is a marketplace, and you, I think you hit upon it, there are some load boards that want you to think they're marketplaces. Why would they want you to think that? That's a great question. Um, I think it's, it's marketing. It, it sounds, it's, it's, it's a new hot phrase, right? Um, I, I think it's pretty interesting that as soon as we kind of hit the market and we were the first ones to be marketing as a true B2B marketplace, which we are, um, that term has really started to pop up in a lot of social media ads that we've seen. Um, I think it's flattering, but I, I think it's just a hot term where people kind of frown upon the word load board. And when I started in, in logistics, God, I'm aging myself. I mean, we had paper dispatches, right? And, and in the freight world, the first one that was out there is called DAT. There, it's, Cars it's arrived a, just as one out of Franklin going to Olathe for full time. Oh, she's working. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I was, no, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> hey, I'm going to jump in. I want to say this, Royce, yeah. is that actually I, I recently somebody said well somebody there's a company uh kind of sharing that you know you don't need to do paperwork anymore there's a digital mobile app and i'm like yeah we've had that for like five years yeah yeah and there's something trying. happening in auto transport right now with technology you came in at a good time i i think so um you know you've seen those apps you know on the freight side since 2015 2016 they're digitizing the paperwork, right? You know, in the end, there's so many manual processes that can be eliminated with technology, which the one thing that keeps being, I think has been forgotten in all this tech that's arrived to the freight world or even the vehicle logistics space is what are we doing for the carrier? And what have we done to create a better ecosystem to drive more drivers to this space, right? And a lot of the drivers that are going to be the driver of the future are used to working with their thumbs. You know, they're used to being on the cell phone internet age, right? And how do we make it more efficient, more transparent, and more frictionless for them to operate in this space? And how do we drive more revenue back to them? 
You know, so that's what we really focused on when, when conceiving the idea of the auto hauler exchange and then building it out is, all right, we got to make it as easy as possible. I think Sue touched on how quick and easy it was to check out a vehicle today, right? We've got to make sure that that carrier can maximize their trailer by providing them many opportunities in many markets with many different shippers, right? And that's what we're doing every single day. We're up, you know, we've basically been live in the market since I would say March. You know, we did our first few customers in, in December, January, February, but we really didn't start pushing until March. And we're up to about 120 shippers nationwide. And that's across multiple verticals in vehicle logistics, whether it be remarketing, dealer direct, uh, digital auctions, and, and we're having our first OEM conversations, right? We're, we're wanting to allow those shippers to market directly to carriers, carriers that they don't even know exist, carriers that have been in their backyard for years, but those carriers have been forced to work for either large asset-based carriers that have brokerages or brokers direct, right? And those people were manipulating the conversation for that driver that ends up picking up the load and delivering it. So why not just democratize the entire space and open up the entire lens so those carriers can see everything that the large-scale shippers have been seeing for years? Can I ask the question then, what do you think, what do you think they find most attractive about once they understand your platform? Can I ask that? Yeah, um, I think it is the fact that it is real. The shipments are real. There's not person, there's no post and pray shipments out there that are on our board. They're coming dealer direct, they're coming shipper direct. They're not from a third party or a second party. They are coming directly from the individual that owns that vehicle that needs to ship it. So when the car is posted, it's not posted from a brokerage board, it's not posted from a third party, it is posted directly from that deal, directly from that auction. So we know that that car exists. So I think the fact that they can trust in that is exciting for them. I also believe the fact that they know they're going to, they're going to get paid on their terms. They're not they're not questioning if it's a if it's somebody that can pay them. They're not questioning or running um, a report to see if that that shipper is real and can actually pay them. Um, I think that's the attractive part on the carrier side. Uh, by the way, we're up to 1,700 carriers nationally that have signed up on the exchange just since that's January. That's a lot. That's really good. Job. Good. Right? Wow. And that's a real number. We say that's that here number. on ATI. That's that a real number. That's a real number. On the shipper side, I think the most attractive part for them is they feel like they're getting the control back. Um, cars are moving very fast. Uh, and by very fast, less than one day. If a vehicle is posted in the exchange, it's actually several hours, but it's less than one day that a vehicle is posted and it is pulled off and checked out by a carrier. I believe they love the fact that they can speak to the driver directly. If there's any changes or any issues, they're able to communicate with the individual picking up the car rather than somebody sitting in an office in the middle of nowhere. And then that person has to call the driver and try to track them down. Um, they love the fact that they get a live tracking link and they get automated updates on where that driver is in transit. So we have had many shipments go through the exchange where the driver hasn't even talked to the shipper but they've communicated many times digitally and the driver really hasn't had to do anything because the, the, the shipment, the technology will update that shipper automatically after the driver picks up 
as the driver's in transit and after the driver delivers, right? So I think the, the fact that it is very easy to use, very simple to use, and there's not a lot of training, really no training that goes involved once you've logged in. Um, it's pretty simple, self-sufficient, and that's what we wanted to create. You know, when I log into Amazon, I don't need a training manual to teach me how to check out something that I want to buy. And that's kind of the approach that we took with the auto hauler exchange. And we did that by using carrier feedback. We did that by using shipper feedback because in the beginning it was more complex. So we, we just wanted to, and you know, give the clip notes version, you know, for me, I just had to make it as easy as possible, as frictionless as possible for people to go in, post vehicles, real vehicles that are coming directly from them to real carriers that have been vetted in the marketplace that are checking those vehicles out and shipping them. The vetting process is another part of, of the equation as well. That the shippers have peace of mind that they know that those carriers that are picking up their vehicles have the proper insurance if there is an accident, have the proper authority so if there's any accidents or any any issues in transaction in the transaction that every party is protected. Um well, this is a really good discussion, and um, I had a question on my mind, and I've <laughs> got to retrieve it now. Does anybody want to ask Royce anything? Sue should have a lot of questions. I oh, think one of the – go ahead, Sue. Yeah. No, I, mean, I like I said, I just signed up today and got one of his loads, so I'm cool. <laughs> now, I want to make it clear that's not one of our loads. <laughs> Okay, yeah. so you, you're just like I got you. Okay, that was the question I had too. Oh, perfect. Earlier. Yeah, we were talking about that's that. a yeah. great that's point. Literally, we do not own a single load in that in this in the auto hauler exchange. Got that you. load okay. is directly from that shipper. Uh, wherever you're picking up, it's either the auction or the dealer that, that's okay, controlling that transaction. Okay. And that's who your communication will be with. Okay. Now we do have an operations team, Sue. That hey, if the dealer doesn't pick up or you know, the auction is closed and they said they were open, mm -hmm. give us a call and we will do our best to track somebody down. We are live. We have people on the ground. It's not going to go to a voicemail. Um, we know that there has to be some type of human interaction if problems exist. Uh, but, you know, knock on wood, we haven't had many of those because the communication ties are direct, right? You're getting that shipper phone number, contact information, pickup times, you can give your ETAs, which will be automatically sent over to that shipper so they can know when to expect the driver to show up. All of that communication is digitized, but you get the phone numbers in case you want to talk to somebody. You get email addresses in case you want to email them. And we want you to collaborate directly with that individual. Um, so that is a big question we get. Um, drivers will say, well, I, I, I took this load from you guys. Like, no, you didn't. You took the load from so-and-so Chevrolet. Got you. That's okay. who you're working for. Um, we're just the conduit to allow them to market directly to the carrier. Well, that's awesome. I was talking to Don, and he was great. And he that's exactly what you said. He said, if you have any problems, call me, text me. I will help you out. Fantastic. Fantastic, uh, yeah. Let's follow this through, though. Next step is we dropped it off in payment. Let's oh, talk yeah. about that for a second. So when a carrier goes through the setup process, Ty, they give their payment terms. So if, if they want same day quick pay, auto hauler will pay them. If they want, it's typically ACH. Um, if they want 10 day quick pay, that's how it'll be set up and they'll get paid in 10 days. Um, and then we're billing that shipper every single week based on how many bins they move through the system. So your driver's not tracking down somebody in the lot trying to grab a check 
Um, the, the general manager's not having to stick around and wait for that truck to, to arrive to pay the driver. Um, it goes back to that ease of use and that frictionless process that we wanna make sure that the carrier's getting paid on their terms and the shipper isn't chasing down drivers left and right to cut them a check. Um, and we found that that's been a very good process for the drivers uh, because it's their terms. They tell us when they wanna get paid and that's, how, that's when they get paid. And, and a lot of times it's the dispatcher um, setting that process up. And if they're working for multiple drivers, then they'll set up each carrier separately because we're tracking the carrier, right? We're tracking the owner of that truck to make sure they have the proper insurance, they have the proper authority. Um, and, you know, when you, I think you had mentioned earlier, our load boards or marketplaces replacing a dispatcher. I don't think so. You know, I, I think if a carrier wants to use a dispatch service, it's their prerogative to use that service. And if they want to get on the exchange themselves, they can get on the exchange themselves. That's entirely right. up to them. That's their business. Um, the one thing where we are different is we do not allow brokers. And the reason for that is because the revenue that brokers are consuming within the vehicle logistics space or in the freight space, you know, for instance, is taking away from the truck in most cases. Um, now in COVID years, it was taking away from the retailer because trucks mm -hmm. kind of ruled the roost and they could set their rates for the most part in most, in most um, spots. But the way I look at vehicle logistics is it's a kind of a siloed industry and it's its own wild, wild west. We know that. But why can't we digitize that and create a better, safer ecosystem for carriers to thrive? And I'm not saying there's not a place for brokers because I own a brokerage as well. And that brokerage moves a lot of cars. Um, but in the end, I would prefer those vehicles being marketed directly to trucking companies that are in that market to give them a chance to move those cars first. And then the, the next phase would be to go to the broker if you can't find trucks in that market, because that's what brokers do a good job. A good broker should be able to go out and find trucks. But why are so many opportunities going directly to that broker before it ever gets marketed directly to an asset-based carrier? That's the problem that I feel that we are fixing. So I, I remember what I was saying. I thank you because uh, there are a lot more brokers than I think people even realize. Oh. There's a lot. <laughs> it is it's, wild. It's an industry I've been in for ooh, 24 years now. Oh, God. 20, yeah, something like that. And the Internet created the, the, today's broker. I mean, <laughs> right. boards created today's broker right and then you know some yeah. of the larger brokerages out there most of them in the freight world um really really grew this entire industry and, and over that time there's there's certain verticals where i think brokers are a necessity and, and you know like food for instance it's a little bit different and it's, it's much more fragmented and there and it changes all the time where vehicle logistics to me you're picking up and delivering to the same locations over and over and over again. Those auctions aren't moving. You know, OEM facilities are not moving. You know, they're, they're hundreds of millions of dollars invested in those places, some of them billions of dollars. So they're gonna move from the same locations. So when the, when the pickup and drop off points aren't changing all the time, that's, that's a silo and a vertical that technology can help match that opportunity before it gets handed off to a broker in and, my in my mind. Well, and it's true, and it's just like drive away. At a certain point, 
They load a van with 20 people because they don't need 20 car haulers. There are so many, and I'm, I'm, you know, I see the live chat, and I'm sensitive too, and I know that what I also think is cool is Auto Hall Exchange seems to be playing an educational part in how we move towards the next phase of the digital future. Because what I wanted to talk about is Uber. Yeah. Everybody knows what Uber is. Everybody knows how Uber works. You well, don't call somebody. The taxi industry, right? Yeah. And, I don't call somebody to get an Uber. I get an Uber. You get an Uber. And I think that, and again, everything, there's a lot, <laughs> there's a lot of variation in what will happen and how things play out. But there will be an inevitable future where you can book a car hauler on your phone. I don't know how this will work, but it will happen. Uh, it'll happen within the next year. I can promise you that. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. All right. Within the well, next year. Well, there. I mean, and there. But I'm speechless. <laughs> you know, and, and Uber's a great example, right? So there's a reason we focused on vehicle logistics because, like I said, it's it's a solid vertical that I think makes sense for this type of technology. Uber tried to do this in a similar fashion in the freight world, but I think they just took on too much at one time and they weren't able to control all the variables in freight, LTL, food, and they became the fourth largest broker in the country. So Uber Freight is a brokerage. It is not a technology player. Right, Uber Freight. Right? So Auto Hauler Exchange is very clear on the fact that we are not a broker and, and we will never be a broker. We are a true B2B marketplace that connects shippers of vehicles to auto haulers and let them live and thrive together. That's that's ultimately what we are. Before we let Royce go, Royce, this has been really informative, and I'm really glad we did this. Does Me anybody well. have Ty or Sue? Um, Sabbath, Sue. We'll start with Sue. Sue, did you have any additional questions? No, he answered everything for me about when we were talking about it earlier before we even came on about whether it's an actual load board or if those are their loads. So that worked for me. So. All right, cool. And I knew about the payment terms because when I filled out, like he was saying, when you go in to fill out, it asks you those questions. And I have a factoring company, so everything was already in there even. So sweet. I just had to push, 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 and I was done. Nice. So it pulls the factoring company? Yeah. Perfect. Is that like a drop down or, or how did that work? Well, it actually, I mean, do you remember, Jay, they, it's the ones that you do for, was it called carrier something, other carrier setup? Oh. Anyways, and you just go down and everything's always filled out, pre-filled out for you. So you're wow. just clicking it. And then if you already have a factoring company, it's already on there and you just click whether you want to use your factoring company or not. And wow. then it goes to your W9, you click it and it tells you it already has your insurance installed and that's it. And I was done. I mean, it took me five minutes and then another 10 minutes for it to, for me to reset my password. And I went and got the load, and there you have it. it right, because cool. you go through the verification process. Mm -hmm. Okay, here's a quick question then. Did you, were you, did you go to autohaulerexchange.com and search for loads, or are no. you getting load notifications? Or? No, it was on Central Dispatch. It was on Central. And I texted okay. Don, and Don said, here's the link, go sign up. It takes about 15 minutes, which is all it really took. And I... Did all of that and then I after I got my password changed you go in just to the loads 
and you can put in either the load number or you can put in where you're going to and from and you click the load and then after that you get another email that says accept the tender i think is what it says mm. um and then they clicked it and done there it was it was all mm. done well this thing too since we i mean there's so many more so much more follow-up to yeah. cover and yeah. so and this is a good this is probably a good stopping point I otherwise know. we'll go on for a while <laughs> Sign so, all your drivers up. Yeah, exactly. But get <laughs> signed up. Go to autoholexchange.com. <laughs> thank you, Sue. Yeah, yeah okay. no problem. All right, cool. Royce, thank you so much. Ty, did you have anything you wanted to ask? or Because we know um, Royce will I be can back. keep asking, but uh, right, I know. yeah, I think I'll... Uh, I think I just always enjoy Royce, Dana, Frank, Jake, Don, you know, and getting to know more of the team. Yeah. And it was really good. Team. Appreciate it, guys. Kelly. Yeah, it was really... Yeah, Kelly. Good to have Marketing. you on, Royce. Yeah. I appreciate you taking the time. No, yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, Sue, nice. nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Yeah. Okay. Have a great day. Go sign up. We'll look forward to having exchange. you back on. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, guys. Look forward thanks to seeing you. Thanks a lot, you. Royce. Thank you, buddy. Bye, Royce. All right. Goodbye. All right. And so we'll go back to camera one, and we'll let Royce uh, get back to, I'm sure he's got a busy day, but 30 minutes with Royce. That's a long time. Wow. Um, you, hey, Ty, do you want to stick around? I've got more dispatching live news stuff. Do you want to stick around, or what are you doing? You want to go? No, I'm here, man. I'm, All right, cool. I, I still have to give the uh, Guitars and Cars auction update with today's sale. I mean, it's, they just ran their last car through. So. Oh, they did. So they did. Uh, yeah, do you want to give... Long. That's big. Do you want to give that update while we watch some video? Let's let's no, should, watch the video. Roll we'll the watch tape. the video. All right, roll the tape. All right, these are these come from Ty, so uh, these are some of Ty's classics. Uh, let's see. Here we go. You can't see it. Hang on. This one is good, Ty. You remember this one? All right. Uh, oh, and I got to share the audio and get the thing out of the way. Here we go. So this Tesla driver's on the phone calling a fire truck because he had a just a slight malfunction. <laughs> just a slight one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, I had to smash the window. <laughs> Are you kidding? Yeah. Wow! Yeah, I kicked the, I kicked through the window because yeah. everything stopped. Yeah. The the power didn't work. The door didn't open. The, yeah. the windows didn't go down. So Thank you. Now, I don't know what happened here, but we are seeing more. Here, what, here's what I think is the point. We're seeing more kind of the other side of the EV narrative come out, and it's unsettling. So the Tesla died in the parking lot of the McDonald's drive-thru. Oh, and they can't push it out because they can't put it in gear. This is going to be fun. This Tesla died. <laughs> so, yeah. like... So how do we get out? That's what we try. <laughs> I mean, that's the how do we thing. get out? Is that, uh... You know, I... Again, I believe in inevitability of digital future and semi-trucks being hacked regularly. I get it. But, um... This is gonna get weird. 
all these dead and on fire EVs for a while. <laughs> I, I wonder, see, I keep asking the question. When we went from horses to the first cars, what were some of the major problems? Like nowhere to put the manure, cars getting crapped on. I don't know. But was it as, as big as cars catching on fire, boats catching on fire, don't park inside? Are these problems bigger than the problems 100 years ago? What, where are we? And how long will this go on? I'm just kind of confused. And where do we have to look for information like that? And some of the congressional stuff, boy, that'll blow your mind. Some of the stuff that gets said in, like, Senate hearings... Ty, you share this stuff. Oh my oh, gosh, yeah. it's nuts. Oh yeah. No well, wonder. Hey, the good news yeah. is, is that uh, I think Chevy's coming out with the EV that will actually charge your house. Ooh. So don't worry. What? Don't worry. It's fine. Because my yeah. house does need to be charged. Exactly. If the power goes out in Sue's neighborhood with a tornado, never mind. To I'll just go hook it up. Never mind the electric house. grid of the city. Way things yeah. been going, I need that. Yeah. When Get the you one of those, Sue. When the there city's electric grid goes black or catches on fire, we just go hook up to a car. You won't know that <laughs> it will not be. There will that that that'll be. You can't watch that. I <laughs> think crazy. I sent you the link. That, seriously, it was an article, it's crazy. and that was really? the article. It was yeah. I sent it to Jay that you don't have to worry now because your EV can charge your house. Yeah, no. I'm like, I, how do you charge the EV? I purposely yeah, ignored that, that because, I mean, that we was have a real to. Article. We have to have some limits. No, that was real. I think I came in automotive remark somewhere. That was a real story. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh my god. Jeez. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. It's really, it's really wild. All right, let's keep moving. Uh, I had a quick question for oh, Sue. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, back to Auto Hauler Exchange. Okay. Because I don't know if Royce mentioned it or not, but from the way I understand it, on auto hauler exchange, the shipper sets the rate, the price. So if I'm a, the question to you, Sue, is: is oh. did you pick that car because of the rate? I picked up that car because I needed to get the hell out of Minnesota. <laughs> so okay. I didn't see anything where it said I could even ask for a rate. That's a good question. Um, yeah. I meant to ask Royce that. I should put that in the notes, Jay. Next time we bring him on, because. Uh, What's the question? I've, well, the rate, the shipper puts the rate on oh. the auto hauler exchange. Go oh, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay, that's good. And, and I think, so, hey, I think that auto hauler is still in the live chat. The note is, say it again, Ty, what we want to know is. The shipper sets the rate. Right, and, and where I, do they I get believe, that idea, right? Well, yeah, uh, but I also believe. Are they given auto, a suggested think, rate or. I think right? auto hauler exchange. Exchange educates their question. shippers, and they, they say something along this line. Probably if it's not moving, it's because you got a bad rate. Well, I was just going to say. Like they say that. It, we, I don't <laughs> see. I'm on there right now. This should be like a little frowny dude, like, ain't going to move. Ain't going to move. <laughs> I'm on there. I don't see a place where you can ask for more money at all. Well, that's what I think. I think oh. that's, when, that's why it's in the carrier and the shipper direct. So if you see something that this is my understanding that you like, but you'd like a little more money, you call 
and you negotiate with the shipper ah. directly well, versus there you having go. to go through a broker. And, and there you go. If the money's but if the money's not right, you're not going to call. I'll tell you what I was going to say is I know of a oh. company that do they do a three tiered pricing. This is this you can this you can do it, but it's going to sit. Here's this. It'll probably get picked up faster. And here's this. This is going to happen. But, but here's the thing. I don't know. I, I'm looking at it, and you can't see the information unless you take the car. Like, you don't get who to negotiate with until after you've already accepted it is what I'm looking at right now. Auto Hauler says the shipper has access to the quoting tool that gives them a ballpark price of what they want to set it at. Which, again, is probably... So they're giving some advice. Mm-hmm. There's not yeah. Gandat. There's probably and winner. Yeah, but it's still in the, the hand of the shipper. That's, that's Jay made yeah. that up live, by the way. Yeah. And There's you can't. No you might. Um, if Royce or somebody could answer that too, you are not able to see the shipper until you accept the load, correct? Because that's what I'm looking at right now. And an auto hauler exchange does not set the rate, but provides information. And I think that's in general, that's what we're understanding is that they are, they're trying to help the parties find middle ground. Right. Um, and I also, what I was thinking too, is that I really like that if you have a, if you have a problem, which what, if you have a problem getting an Uber, can you call Uber? I don't know. But you can call Auto Hauler Exchange, right? Well, all right. <laughs> and uh, they say, and and the shipper can see their previous lane history to set the rate. That's cool. It's pretty yeah. cool. And he made a really good point. If you have a if you have a regular move, come on. Right. 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 Yeah. It's a really good. Regular point. move. Regular move. Well, the other thing that they say. I've heard Royce and Dana both say it, which is we encourage the carrier and the shipper to have a relationship. Whoa, whoa, whoa. They like say that out loud. I know. Why? You can hear like the room goes, (laughs) ah. What? Well, there are different places in this auto hauling world that do not encourage communication or relationship. I have copies of emails. That was actually, I was supposed to find those emails, but I have so much stuff. But I have an email that says no side deals in the parking lot. <laughs> no side deals. Like they do now. You, if you, in fact, they're saying if you're a dealer, this was an auction, allegedly. If you're a dealer, even though you're like, you know, special, you can't make side deals in the parking lot. That's how unspecial that is. I'm like, yeah. wow, you like what if you're out in the parking lot? You can imagine a dealer and a carrier are like about to shake hands and some guy in black runs in and like <laughs> smashes the place and pulls you the ribbon. You can't talk to each other. Shut up. <laughs> what are you doing and talking to each other? Oh my gosh. And then grabs no, the camera. That's a big deal. It's crazy. Big deal for auto hauler exchange. Yeah, and you don't hear really, people talk like that. So. Really cool. We, that's Good why. Job. That's the context. That's why we appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Side deals welcome. <laughs> Make it happen, man. Yeah. Get the stuff moved. Make I love a deal. It. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Good job. 
Good job. Um, oh, and that was the other thing I was going to say. Sue used yes. auto hauler exchange on behalf of the carrier. Yeah. Right? Also, again, because right. it's not, we're not deleting. Dispatchers, yeah. Yeah. We're just trying to, and again, this is, you know, there are so many. Ty, you, you, you hit upon something yesterday, a honey hole, right? Oh. There are hole, so yeah. many ways to do business that nobody, well, not nobody, that's an extreme word. Most people shouldn't feel threatened by the development of new technologies in other areas as as my buddy Don at nine two nine Transport likes to say, there's enough work for all of us, right? So it's part of evolution. It's education. It's learning. We all feel threatened at times by certain things, but it's part of change, and we just adapt to it. Just like you know, your semi truck getting hacked while you drive down the road, you're going to adapt to it. Or your Tesla exploding in the drive-thru. You will adapt to it. You'll figure out how to kick the window out. You no, know, it'll be fine. It's okay. No problem. Um, We're probably... I probably should just stop there. I'm yeah, sure I think that I'm was a great show. And having it. Royce on. That was awesome. Yeah, Man, that was really I, awesome. And I love the way he talks. You know I what know. I mean? It, it's it is, so simple. I love the simplicity solid. of. I know. He's just like, here's. It's easy, guys. Look at it. Yeah. This oh, is hey, you want to see something? What's, what's going on yeah. over here? We're doing a hey what buddy here on Dispatching Live. <laughs> Ooh, they're doing a big giveaway drawing right now. See all the dealers oh, in oh, there? Oh, the place is packed. Yeah. Yeah, the sale a, just got yeah, over. Something. They're doing like a twenty million dollar. Yeah, America's. Oh, oh America's Auto Auction. Okay. Yeah, this place is popping, popping, hopping, and popping. Huge time. More hopping than Mannheim? Oh, yeah. Really? Wow. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yesterday. I've been picking up a lot of America's Auto Auction loads all over the United States lately, like a lot. Say that again out loud. I've been picking up a lot of cars at America's Auto Auction all over the United States, like on a regular basis for the last time. You know what's cool is ATI was live at America's Auto Auction, Kansas City, Missouri last night for guitars and cards. Sweet. Take that. Do this, Jay. Take that. I'll share the uh, <laughs> guitars and cars 2023. I'm sharing the link in the live chat live. That was a really ATI. good show. That was actually, it was incredible. And we, we got a chance to hang out and talk about it. I put the, uh, I'm favoring uh, Ty's angle here so you can see what's going on this is at america's auto auction in kansas city that car. and um yeah we we got amazing coverage last night it's i mean i told ty we say this stuff all the time people have got to be getting tired of hearing us talk about how great this show is how great the america's auto but auction. it was incredible i can't and the credit goes to ty ty killed it last night at guitars and cars and uh, because he knows so many people, he knows his way around the auction, and he truly likes networking with the ecosystem and promoting, sharing information. Our Guitars and Cars coverage is not only extensive, but very promotional for America's Auto Wash in Kansas City. So I mean, just, we're really proud of the coverage. I felt like 
I felt like we were like a local news station covering a an event, like a charity event. It was awesome. So awesome. Yeah, it was a good show. Good show last night. Uh, part of everything you just said there, Jay, has to do with the leadership and here at the auction yeah. and uh, Doug Dahl and his yeah. leadership with Shout Steve. Shout out Doug Dahl. Yeah. And, Steve. and then Carrie, Carrie, and uh, Carrie Johnson. So some really big things happening here at this auction. Uh, I like it personally. Good people, good dealer base, you know, regular crowd. It's growing. It's growing. I ran into two or three of my Arkansas dealers today that haven't been up here forever. So that was good. Oh, nice. It's a good time. So anyway, nice. that's all I've got for you. Well, uh, shoot then. Sue, do shoot you have then. anything to add? Shoot then. No, I'm good. All right. Shoot then. Shoot then. <laughs> well, I mean, we okay. Well, it wouldn't be uh, it wouldn't be ATI if we didn't thank the ecosystem for everybody tuning in live on demand, leaving a like, sharing, telling your friends. And I, I I posted something on LinkedIn yesterday about when you hear the bell, you know it's ATI, which might be more important as other shows start getting bells. Then you can just go, oh yeah, ATI had that. That's cool. Um, also, just that in general, we know that there's there's more people watching than there are people. Uh, hey, what's MDL stand for? Yeah, let's go what? to Ty. Let's what's MDL? Uh, I'm not exactly sure. I think it stands for our company owners. Mer um, Mercantile Fleet? No. No? No, I think it stands for Mark Dreyer Lori. So Mark is the owner. Lori oh, is his wife. Dealership? No, IT. IT. Yeah, we do IT. For, oh, okay, um, cool. The auction here. That's awesome. Nice yeah. to meet you. Thanks. Yeah. Well, there you go. Now we can add go. IT to the list of oh, jobs we've yeah. met live at the auction. We don't have IT. Wow. So, anyways, just, we really appreciate everybody. This channel continues to grow. We got some neat stuff happening. Neat stuff happening. We have some neat stuff happening this fall that we're going to continue to talk about as as it matters tomorrow's cars on the move tuesday is iara energy so stay tuned and um i don't know sue did i steamroll the whole thing do you have anything you wanted to add <laughs> no everything's good? fine We're okay. good. <laughs> bye sue bye. what do we Love say you. everybody what do you say everybody goodbye sue Goodbye, Sue. Thanks, everybody, so much. Take care, stay safe, and we'll see you soon. Peace right. out.